What's up, gamers? Welcome to Battle Mallet Podcast, episode 12, Rambling Towards Nova. This is a podcast delving into the minds of four busy gamers, their annual journey to the Nova Open Convention, playing miniatures games, and balancing life with those games. I'm Jared Johnson. I'm here with Trace Hyde. Realm of Metal sucks. Jason Tabled New Murray. Uh, how do I play 40k again? And Danny Clemens. Hey, uh, you just gotta move the vehicle after you disembark. You're done, Jason. God bless! <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, it is August 18th. We are a week and a half away from Nova, and so we're just gonna kind of ramble this episode. Um, we've all been super busy. Uh, our hobby and gaming has been crazy unstructured as we Strong. march ever closer towards the Nova Open Convention. So uh, we're just going to open it up and and kind of get things rolling. So uh, why don't we talk a little bit about some hobby progress and then then we'll let the rambles ramble on. <laughs> Let's get ready to ramble. Hey, so Trace, why don't you Drop go first? Hands. Because I feel like yours is going to be the longest. Uh, Never happened to him before. Oh, <laughs> so true. Damn. I always apologize to my wife. Um, I've I have been painting so much. <laughs> so many beastmen. Um, it's been fun, though. I've, I really have had a good time doing it. It's, I'm getting towards that point in the project where... I feel like like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit, and so it helps to build momentum, which is always nice. Yeah. Um, as we're talking, I'm building two Bloodthirster bases right now. So, nice. um, And uh, the reason why I said I hate the Realm of Metal is because the, I've seen so many <laughs> and painted so many Realm of Metal bases that it's just... It's getting a little... It's a little a little tedious, but that's yeah. okay. Because um, the I posted pictures on the on the Facebook page and the Instagrams and stuff like that this morning. Um, projects are really coming together. I think it looks really nice. Um, I don't know that we'll win Best Painted, but we'll definitely look good on our way to not winning Best Painted. So. Yeah, well, if we win Best Painted, it will be because of all of the work that you did on the, the Beasts of Chaos and then all of the flesh work that you did on the... Blades of corn, because I am telling you right now, my work, my paint work on the blades of corn is not best in show quality. <laughs> well, I mean, my mine's not mine's not great either. So it's it's tabletop. Like I'll just say that it's uh, it, um, it all sucks. You guys are terrible. Mm. You're right. You're Jason right. Well, Jason would just pay you like a thousand dollars to do that. So yeah, more than that. I mean, that's good. I'm good. um but yeah that so that's been done and i've also started working on the warband that i'm going to take to nova um started painting up old trolley boy um set in stone are you committing to the masses i'm committing nice he just wants a nap he does just want a nap and i can connect with that You guys run into the Ronald McMolog. It's Traces. The Ronald McMolog. <laughs> oh, it's red dang. and yellow scheme. Oh, you, you ruined, ruined it. it. Ruined it. <laughs> oh, man, it's awesome, though. I, told you, I love that color scheme. It just reminded me of 
McDonald's and it made me hungry. Oh man, now you need to paint like the <sighs> bat squig as the hamburglar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's gotta be a grimace in there and everything. Do it. There's, the a grimace. There's the just the grimace. a grimace on my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I didn't think of it either. I really like then, the, the paint scheme, but I that think it looks is, awesome. Every every single time I see you over there, I was be like, You got these cheeseburgers, man? <laughs> I'm sorry, Trace. I didn't mean to ruin it. Oh. Well, th- this has been a great show, guys. We'll uh, <laughs> r- wrap up here and. Uh, Hobby progress is done. Move on. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. I think it looks awesome. But no, it, dude, it looks so good. The pictures you've been sending around in the group chat. It's been an exercise in texture for me. It's been yeah. fun to do. Yeah, I think I've seen you seen some stuff on that one that I don't think I've ever seen you do before. Yeah, it's, so it's been cool to see. It's been so. a good palate cleanser project, and that's awesome, man. Yeah, it'll have a display board and everything, so everything be done. Nice. Your nights are done for the doubles. My nights are done enough for the done enough for the doubles. Perfect. That's all they need to be done. So they have the weapons that are required. Their weapons Let are it go. on there. The weapons Let are it on go. there. And if I have time, I'll even get all the trim painted all on all of them. The big night's done, which is the one that matters to me. Yeah. That's what awesome. are you doing for the display board for your Molog? I'm just gonna repurpose the ones that I, the one that I was building for the dwarves. Um, I'm gonna fill in the holes that were already there, and they'll just kind of sit on top, so they won't because they don't make the rings for the tableware cases that are 50 mil. Okay. So. Um, Basically, but there's spots big enough for him to fit on there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some green stuff and fill in those holes, and then I'm going to embed magnets in all of them. And then I'll flock, like I'll put texture and stuff over top of that so that, like, the magnet will still be there, but it'll be embedded in the green stuff so it won't come out. Um, so you'll the magnet will sit, like it'll still attach and not move around and wiggle, but they'll just be on top of the texture instead of actually touching bare metal. Bagel it just a little. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think you just need stronger magnets. They'll pull right through the green stuff. That's the yep. plan. I'm gonna <laughs> get the big. I'm gonna only put magnets in there that will take up the whole space. Yes. Hell. Would you say that you're gonna get a magnet as big as a hamburger? <laughs> mm. a, no, Jason. Uh, a quarter quarter pounder of magnet. Oh. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm done. <laughs> I was so pleased with my scheme. I told you I genuinely like it. It's just red and yellow to me. It just makes Danny hungry. That's yeah, what I'm figuring like, out. Yeah, I just want burgers. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> but other awesome. than that, I do have to do some. I did have some unfortunate things happen with the bloodthirster for our list, so I'm gonna have to do some work to get him where he needs to be wait you did what i'm just kidding (laughs) we've already talked about it oh what happened danny doesn't know so he doesn't know because i'm i'm the one without kids so so i get to miss out on the secret dad talk uh so (laughs) i picked no not it has nothing to do with children thank god um but i put the wrong breastplate on the bloodthirster and so when i tried to put his arm back on because i had to pull his arm off to right. put the blood the breastplate on 
and I chose poorly and I put the wrong breastplate on and when I did it would the arm didn't fit right and so I didn't realize until after the fact but like the bloodthirsters are like very specifically designed and they the shoulder like sockets in a certain way right and like I glued it in on the front and then when I tried to like get his hands together for the axe it separated the shoulder so I had a giant gap. Oh no. Um, so yeah. And so for so for anybody that's not familiar with like Games Workshop models, particularly their history, um a lot of the more organic models since around the time this bloodthirster was released, they've done a lot of work to hide the seams, like within like Skin folds butts, or butts or musculature. Butts. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so that's what happened is the seam where the front of the body and the back of the body join together is like right in all of the musculature for like the chest and the torso. And so it gets hidden and it fits quite well until you, I guess, use the wrong breastplate. So basically what happened, Danny, was like where the lat connects to his like right underneath his shoulder. Yeah. It was like a giant hole. And you can't have that because when you try and push, when you try and put the wings in, there's still yet a bigger hole that like goes in between where the shoulder connects to the musculature for the wing. So basically, in a fit of rage that Corner would be pleased with, <laughs> I ripped the old breastplate off. You didn't go for the breastplate stretcher? I didn't. Classic. It's a breastplate stretcher! <laughs> um... But no, I didn't, um, and so I'm gonna have to like go in and and repaint his torso and stuff. So it's it's salvageable. Um, but anybody who sees this bloodthirster at Nova, who's playing Age of Sigmar doubles, and they see this bloodthirster across the, the table, just know that rage has been <laughs> enacted. It is in this it is a bloodthirster of insensate rage. Yeah. So, and I did see red when that happened. <laughs> But yeah, so that's again, mine mine is probably the most lengthy hobby progress. So, but everything's on track for the I most think, part. Yeah, I think it sounds good. Um, display board. I'm not gonna do anything fancy to the display board. It's just like because we're not gonna have room, quite frankly, for us yeah. to do a lot of yeah, stuff. Gosh, yeah, all the models um, we have, and all the so to kind of give an update, all of the all the best of gores are done. All the gores are done. We'll have to do the banners for all of the units, but the the troops themselves are done. Um, best of gore, ten best of gores, ten gores, ten gores, and then twenty ungores are painted and ready to go. Um, and then I converted a beast lord. I need to do his base when I do the rest of these bases because realm of metal sucks. Um, and then I have to do the hearthstone, and then all the stuff for me is done. Nice, And that kind of leads directly into Jared's hobby progress. So what have you been working on, bud? So I think the last time we recorded, I was almost done with the Wrathmongers, and they're finished now. And I finished one of the Slaughter Priests, and I'm about 90% done with the Blood Lazy Boy, as I'm dubbing it, thanks to (laughs) Danny's comments off the air earlier. So the Blood Throne is like 90% done. Um, Lazy Boy. And then, uh, so after that, it's uh, I, I have one more slaughter priest to do, and then at some point, 
soonish. I got to get some demons from Trace. We got to get together and get those so that I can touch up the things that I'm gonna summon in. Okay. Um, and I do, I do have the flesh hounds in a bag for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll figure that out maybe this week sometime then. Well, I was trying to think. I was going to text you earlier today, but it just didn't line up for me. But I was going to text you and be like, hey, are you around? I was just going to come swing by your house and drop them off and oh, get the yeah. Wrathmonger and stuff. But yeah, um, but that didn't happen, but that's okay. Yep. That's all Good, right. man. I think we'll figure it's it out. really going to look nice, I think, when we get it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been it's been fun to like collaborate. To yeah. And well, and just paint something different. So, but that like all of my Grey Knight stuff for the doubles is painted. It's been painted for years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's what's been nice. Um, and then whatever I, whatever I take to Noble will be one of the three painted warbands I have. And realistically, it's out of two options because one of the three is Iron skulls boys which are should take it and shock the world yeah yeah negatively competitive i will say like so in my prep for underworlds the other day i was kind of going through you know the two warbands that i'm thinking about and like matchups and there are some warbands that like like the iron skull boys that i don't even consider because they are so hard to operate that if they were on the table across from me, I don't even know, like, how I would play against them. Like, like what are their tricks? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure we get through it because they are so hard to operate. Yeah. But they, the point is, is that those off meta, way off meta that aren't going to necessarily win eight games over the weekend or seven games over the weekend. Right. Like they still could be difficult to, to play up against because you just don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's true. And they're, and they could be the one that makes you drop the game. That's the thing. Like, yeah. That's yeah. That's what's the, they're the gatekeeper. Well, I wouldn't even consider them a gatekeeper. They're just an unexpected quantity, right? You yeah. just don't, because we don't have a lot of, I mean, we have experience playing against Iron Skulls boys because Jared played a bunch of them, but we haven't played them as much since all the new cards have come out. Like, what does Season Iron two. Skulls Boys look like with, I don't know, um, Tula's Speed or something like that on them? Like, he's just... Yeah. Still not good, but... <laughs> yeah. Are those floaty dwarves? No, those They're... are orcs. Yeah. Uh, Thunderous Profiteers are the ones that you're thinking about, Danny. Yeah, you're just saying words, and none of that makes sense to me. Danny's over there like, this is definitely English. (laughs) Maybe. But I don't understand a thing that's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that, I think that's it. I think we have some secret hobby progress that we have to do as far as Things that will make an appearance at Nova for the yes. fun enjoyment of and betterment of everyone around. Yes. But publicly, I'm pretty close to done. So I th- the only hiccup I have is I am uh, traveling to Detroit uh, Tuesday through Thursday of this week. So Ooh. I'm going to 
probably try to hide a mini and some paint pots in my luggage. Because <laughs> I wake never, up right. Never gone wrong before. Yeah. Well, when I say hide, I mean put in and not try to hide. <laughs> but um, for any TSA agents listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, why don't you keep... take some clippers and a straight razor with you too? Yeah, that's a good idea. I could do lots some assembly. Of, lots of spray cans as well. I think. Yeah. 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 Make sure you take that gracier rattle can with you. Yeah, I'll That'll do a really lot of assembly up. and 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 priming while I'm traveling. That's a good idea, guys. Sounds. Thanks. Sounds a great idea. Yeah. So um, cannot wait to see what the outcome is for that. <laughs> So, uh, Jared is unable to attend Nova. Or travel. Ever or again. travel, ever, yeah. Looking so, for doubles partner. Yeah. Half-painted army. <laughs> yeah, I'll, like, stand outside the hall the day of, be like, yeah. need partner. Have army, need partner. Will roll dice. <laughs> yeah. So, Danny, you've been a uh, little workhorse. Ooh. And he's been just yeah. as I have. Little, little, little paintbrush that could. Yeah, I've been, been going at it. You know, no airbrush, all old school, breaking my back like an idiot. Hey, 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 hey. Um, no, I'm, I'm saying it's there was days when I wished I had one. But uh, basically, I've got almost everything almost tabletop ready. Like everything for my 40K list is completely blocked in and colored. Um, it's not all of it is shaded. Some of it is shaded. Not all of it is highlighted. Some of it is highlighted. Basically when I paint, I kind of just do whatever I want. I don't have a method. I don't do batch painting really per se because I find myself getting really bored with that. If I'm just painting a lot of blue for hours on end, then there's nothing that keeps me going. So I will just kind of be like, all right, well now I'm going to stop painting blue and I'm going to paint, uh, you know, this guy's leg to completion because I just need to do something different. And uh, so I have some models that are half done, some that are done, but everything is kind of ready to go, which is pretty awesome. It's been really rewarding because I haven't had a fully painted thousand points of anything in quite a long time. And so it's been kind of nice and it's been a nice kind of reminder of what I do really love about the hobby. And I think I've said it on here before is kind of the, the spectacle of this game. And that's, you know, putting all your toys out on the table with big stupid tanks and big stupid war mechs and big stupid terrain and it just looks awesome you know when you get all out there and so yeah seeing this kind of manifest on my table has been a real reminder of how how awesome that is yeah, yeah and now you the, have like the cinema element of it is always nice yeah, yeah. about you get stuff painted up you have two 1000 point painted forces now right one for uh, so the Lord of the Rings is only 600 points. So. <sighs> but that's not even done because of the stinking rules change. So I have to paint uh, I have to paint a Faramir on horseback. I have to paint a Boromir on foot. And I have to paint two spearmen. And then I should be back, back in business. Nice. That's but, not so uh, bad. No, especially those miniatures are so small. Like in the, the Faramir and the Boromir are actually really probably like 75 percent done each because i initially started just painting them because i was like oh you know what if the character gets dismounted or whatever and then i was like that's never going to happen so i'm gonna stop wasting my time doing that 
but <laughs> it uh, actually ended up it helping me out now. in the future. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, those I'm not really concerned about. They're very much on the back burner. I have a little bit of work to do on one of the repulsors. I have to put the little skid plates on one and a man, a pilot gunner guy on top of the other. And then those are pretty much set. And it's all just about cranking out as many details between now and then as I can, which honestly I'm really psyched about because that's what I like to do when I'm painting. I don't really love this part of the job. So uh, the opportunity to go in and start doing all my anime-esque line highlighting is is turning me on. Nice. Just think all this is just so you can just do all your candy at the end. (laughs) All that work. All that slogging. Yep. You it's, have been cranking it out faster than I've ever seen you paint before. This is so. true. This is yeah. true. And I, was, I will I will give you mad props, by the way, because just I've always been amazed with how well you can paint a tank with a brush. <laughs> because well, thank you. You're because you just you're able for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's just because I've just never tried it, just because I've been like, nope, not doing it. Um, but you're your base coats on those repulsors is just so smooth. Um, Thanks, man. So it's really it's really good. Impressed. Yeah, thank you. What's the secret? Brush uh, Jedi. It's to not listen to um, our friend on the Warhammer TV channel because two coats is not enough. It's three thin coats. Uh. <laughs> it's usually it takes me about three coats to get it nice and, and smooth. What size brush do you use when you do that on one of those tanks there, Danny? Uh, I used a big round. I think it was like a like a three or a four round. Mm, um, break it the bank. Break yeah. It's three and fours. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, I bought a cheapo one, and so it's pretty torched already from just doing those. But it does the job. You know, you're not really looking for anything crazy. I tell uh, you, man, I've been really enjoying some cheap Walmart brushes these days, especially to get through a big project. Like, yeah, you just. Yeah treat them terrible and then you just go buy some new ones yeah this this brush looks like captain hook man like it is annihilated like it did its job so maybe i'll give it a nice burial at sea or something because it it paid its dues good um but no yeah i'm psyched and like i i won't lie i was a little motivated uh simply because there was about a week there where jason asked me about six times like are they gonna be done are you gonna be able to paint this and i was like damn it jason like I'm going to do this. <laughs> so like that can definitely put a fire under my ass. Cause I was just kind of tired of hearing about it, even though I don't think you were really trying to go at that. It just was getting at my skin. So I was like, mm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show them, show them who I am. I think, I think Jason was just more excited more than anything. Cause I think, uh, just the prospect of having two Marine chapters on the board at the same time. Uh, it's going to be sweet. I was actually thinking today, Jason, uh, I know you don't like to do too much of your own hobbying, but we should discuss, see if we can uh, get you to put some campaign badge decals on some of those Crimson Fists to tie everything together. <gasps> Ooh. Right? How about that for some thematic love? Do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can do that. I, I Transfers are easy. So. <laughs> uh, I just don't know if I where the hell did i put all my transfers and you'd have to send me one when you want so yeah yeah we can we can talk about it it was just an idea i had literally like an hour before we started recording that's awesome that's a great idea it's a great idea that would tie them together and because i don't like to paint my own stuff like you know the crimson fists are going off um in october like the stuff that has to because it's going to a different 
the stuff that's not painted, right? So the, because it's going to a different artist, I don't think they're going to match like 100%. I know they won't match 100%. So I was going to do campaign badges anyway on those. Oh, nice. So like those were going to be um, from Vigilus. But it could be reverse. The ones that I have now could be from Vigilus, and these could be the those could be the other ones. So nice. yeah, I'm all about that. Cool. Yeah, because I was thinking about doing that. I don't know if I'd put one on every one of them, but you know, in the squads at least. I could put. I like transfers. It's one one thing I actually care for. I I put on a couple transfers this weekend, and it's I, I do you use like the Microsol Microset stuff. Yeah. I am. I, I am not a Microsol Microset person now. I, I was using just the micro. I've tried both, and then I watched a video where I was like, "Just do the micro set," and it was easier. But it's still just kind of like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> stickers on little two-inch models. Yeah, I yeah. just um, I just soak in water for a real, real long time, and then put it on with water, and then I use a matte varnish, which is yeah, almost the same. And then the matte varnish will just kind of smooth out the edges. Yeah, you can basically just put Lamy medium over the top of it, Danny, and it'll it'll get it all down to where it yeah, needs to be. Yeah, but I'll give you a caveat on that: Ultramarines decals, those aren't those aren't nice. Uh, those on yes. curvy curvy True. surfaces, True. they yeah. need some help. What about the ones from the new Primaris kit? So those not different? And they're nicer, the but they pads? don't. They're they're nicer, but they're it's just the it's a it's a big circle basically. Yeah. on a curved surface and so it's yeah, just right. the geometry of it is not not fun yeah yeah anybody yeah. that's ever fried bologna knows that you need to slit the edges <laughs> yeah and then when a crimson fist has a red circle itself <sighs> yeah showing that ruins those... county there johnson <laughs> I, I gotta listen, let the... if you fry bologna it's got to be extra thick so you don't need to cut the edges <laughs> listen not all of us can afford the extra thick bacon Baloney burger. Baloney. 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 Some of us are in our trailer park frying Oscar Mayer baloney. Not really Oscar Mayer. Food Lion brand. Bilo brand. There you go. What, sir? I don't like your attitude. Well, paint your own models then. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Shots fired. Like that sometimes. Oh man, good times. <laughs> I'm su- I'm shopping local. Okay, I'm supporting my local hobby. You are no, dude. It's awesome. Backbone of the economy. That's right. As we dip into a inversion curve, everybody's gonna lose all their money, but Jason's gonna have all the models. That's right. Yeah, that's hey. Bought and paid for. <laughs> so. Going back to the Lord of the Rings, Danny. Yeah. There was that preview this week with the new uh, Ghost the Army guys. Of the dead. Yeah. yeah. Those you so gonna, good. And we'll be at Nova. Are you gonna pick them up from the Forge World booth? Uh, I don't know. I um, I might grab some because so there's in the Middle Earth strategy battle game, much like the uh, campaigns, like kind of like the Vigilist books. They've put out some books um, that are kind of thematic campaign books within the lord of the rings and so there's one that is called gondor at war which basically just covers all of the battles from return of the king and they have different scenarios and maps and everything but one of the things that that book did was it created kind of new army lists so that you know if you wanted to you could make 
a thematic army that mimicked something from the books or the movies. And so my Gondor army, as it stands, out of the normal book is just Gondoran soldiers. But out of that book, you can make a basically like a battle-forged army with the army of the dead in Gondor. And so Ooh. it could be kind of a fun project cool. to expand my collection. And then it also would kind of work as a secondary army in case one of somebody wanted to play and I could split it into two, you know, I could have two separate armies that would dual function at that point. Sounds fun. So, but the models are freaking killer. Yeah. I'm really loving what they've done with all these plastic Lord of the Rings models. They look incredible. And especially when you see the scale of them and how small they really are, it's mind blowing how nice those models are. Jared, don't you have some, um, don't you have like the bear man or whatever? Don't you have, I have those guys? Uh, yeah, so I have um, what's his name? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this Bjorn. Mixed up. Bjorn, yeah, because yeah, there was well, because the reason I get this mixed up is because when I first started getting into GW, the Dogs of War were the thing. Were a thing. Bjorn there, the bear struck is what there you're was. Thinking of. There was Bjorn, yep. So, so Bjorn, I have Bjorn, and then I have um, I can't remember what they're called now, but it's like they're the Highlands. So there's guys with claymores and kilts. Um, and then there's like, uh, some Norse looking guys that have like halberds and armor and then like some Rangers. So they're like some of the, they're not like they're allegiant. A they're are they, like part, are they part of the fiefdoms or yeah, they're part of the fiefdoms. Yeah. So their allegiance is to Gondor, but they're not like from Gondor. Gotcha. So, but I have like three heroes and then a bunch of troops and then Bjorn. Bjorn. Yeah, it, I'm really excited to play more of the Lord of the Rings because that's actually the game I'm going to be playing the most of at Nova. I've got the team event on Thursday, and that's really long. It's from one to eight. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that'll be that'll be good. I'll be a, a, an old pro by the time that that's over. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm psyched about it. And as long as I don't have a real feel bad time, I could see myself definitely buying some more stuff while I am, while I'm there. I um, I gotta, I gotta confess something. Uh, I am, I am very intrigued by the Morgul Knights for that game. Yeah, they. I think that's what I think Jimmy ran three of those with like a Nazgul, like a mounted Nazgul. Yeah, and it was cool. They're badass. Uh. Because, like, they're just nasty in combat, and then they have fear, which basically means, like, like everything sucks when you try to charge them. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. you, like, you yeah. try to get really close. You don't get like, to do what you want to do. That's yep, nice. you're like, well, <laughs> this went poorly. Um, but in a in a good way. Like, you know what's coming, and it's not, like, uh, it's not random. It's like, this is exactly what's going to happen, so you can make the choice to try it or not. Yeah, I just think it would be fun to do, like, a really elite army with those guys and a couple like i like the named i was i sent a picture to jared what two three weeks ago now jared something like that um of the the named ring race that have yeah. like, the the ones that are identified like Campbell, yeah, all... easterling and yeah and... yeah they're the rules for those are all really cool because they're all totally different yeah like the one that loses uh, a point of might every time every round that he's in combat yeah but like he's insanely good yeah, everywhere else. <laughs> so, so he'll get himself out of combat most likely. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Uh, those are, there's some really cool things going on in in those books. I kind of want to uh, 
maybe do a uh, a fellowship, uh, you know, kind of war band just to get, you know, why? Who doesn't want the nine? You know, like oh, come of course, on, yeah. I think you can buy the board game and get them all too. Isn't there like a miniatures? Yeah, yeah. Barnes that, and Noble. Isn't it like the the Journey of the Ring or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I forgot those. Are, is are they all in there? Yeah, they all are all in there. I couldn't remember if it was all of them or just Gandalf, but I think you're right. They are all in there. But those are the old miniatures. I I kind of think since those are now in that board game that they might and that they've been redoing some of the different characters that they might go back and, and redo all of the fellowship which would be tight what about the i know um you know to get back to the they're coming out with cards too like yes. so those and then those sweet sweet uh glow-in-the-dark dice yeah those are cool so the freaking gw dice are so cool but so stupid expensive <laughs> like i really liked the ultramarines dice that they came out with this week and i was like oh maybe i'll pick those up and that'll be a nice little treat to have for nova like thirty dollars <laughs> not doing it never never in a million years am i paying that for some dice thirty dollars for like 20 dice yeah if that like it's so silly what about the cards danny are you gonna pick up the cards i very well might because y'all know how much I love me some reference cards. Because I make my own. <laughs> yeah, that's true, Ben. Your sheets that you made that you were working with when we ran the narrative were like, really yeah, that was cool, cool. dude. Because it's it's just so much more convenient for me. Like with this, even with this new Space Marines codex, the codex, the Angels of Death rule. It's now like three rules baked into one. And then I'm an Ultramarines player, so Ultramarines supplement has the Scions of Gilliman rule, and so that's that that's a ton of stuff that automatically impacts all of your characters that you have to know off the top of your head and then all the characters have different weapons and all the characters have their own rules and then the stratagems i'm terrible terrible at remembering <laughs> stratagems in general and so i usually try to put on the back of my little reference cards all the stratagems that would actually impact that unit and at what phase so if I'm sitting there during your shooting phase and something bad is happening, I can be like, is there transhuman physiology? Like, transhuman physiology. There you go. That's right, the only yeah. one you need to know. <laughs> get big, get strong, deny all the wounds. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I don't have an Age of Sigma army, so I don't have cards for that. Obviously, 40K doesn't do reference cards right now. Uh, they but should. Yes, dear Lord. Yeah, they should. GW. Well, didn't they did for the Knights Codex? Was that yeah, they seventh did. edition or was that only eighth? <laughs> no, they did it for eighth. I've got they, it. They're coming. They're coming to Nova. They're coming to Nova. The army yes. with the least amount of, of of models and the least amount of armament choices. They get reference cards. Of, but they also have like a wound chart, and then there's yeah. all these other things that they can do. Like well, and each that's one what, has. That's yeah. something I really am, am curious about about those Lord of the Rings cards. I don't know if you guys noticed on the bottom. They have little empty circles for your might, will, and fate points. Yep. And you spend those throughout the battle. And so it's very clear like you're supposed to mark those. So I'm wondering if they are going to come with if they're gonna sell sleeves so that you can draw on them or if they're gonna be just kinda like wipe off material, which would if be they yeah. don't, then you can just lean on the community that yeah. will 3D print something and then they'll just put like a metallic background on the back of it. So you lay that card in there and you have a little magnetic little things that you put on put on top yeah like well i know like i've i have not played malifo but i've watched some people play it and they have like hard plastic sleeves that they'll put over top yeah. of their cards yeah. and you just draw on those with like, white right. markers. So that's those, what i did when i played briefly 
Yeah, those cases are actually for like, um, like they're meant for like super valuable cards, like uh, baseball, football cards. Yeah. Uh, like a like a Mickey Mantle card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mickey Mantle. <laughs> I don't Somebody. like any of you because you all just mentioned that game. Sorry, Jason. I'm not sorry. <laughs> but uh, do you guys think they'll do 40k eventually? It would I'm be sure nice. They will. I, I think... mean, they've got they've got them for Age of Sigmar, and now they're doing them for. Uh, for Lord of the Rings, basically they I mean they basically have them for Warcry. Yeah, the like, only I, reason they the only reason they want it for 40k is because they update basically three times a year. And that's yeah. the only Yeah. The well, FAQs. The, so well, yeah. I was I was thinking about because like for me, when I was buying all my stuff this week for the new codex and everything, I was normally in the last couple of editions I've bought all the cards and everything that come with it. And I was like, this year I was like, I'm not doing that because I don't use any of them. Like I have no, there's no value to me in having these stratagems on cards. There's no value in having any of this. And, but what I would absolutely buy would be unit data cards. Yep. Yeah. All right. You hear that GW? Yeah. One you want customer. Danny's money. Right here. Well, it's not him a war though, band like, that he likes in Warcry, and <laughs> yep, give him data cards. But in all seriousness, like I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand how much easier, like having stratagems cards is than just looking at the full page spread of all the cards on a page. Well, see, for me, I just take out the ones I'm going to use, so I only have like five or six in front of me. It's basically yeah. what you do. So, yeah, what I was going to say was like. There's all there's some that you obviously obviously just need to commit to memory like transhuman physiology would be one that you need to remember for forever. Um, it, um, but what I do like a lot like what Jason does where I'll pull out ones that I know for sure that I've built my list around or I've like Tide of Traders is a perfect example, right? So if I if I have cultists in my army, a big blob of cultists, I'm gonna have Tide of Traders out and available. Only because that I can play it and then hand it to my opponent and be like, "Here you go. This is what this says." If you need, if they need reference, um, but things that you're just not there's going to be a lot that you'll use over time that I think you'll just end up committing to memory. Um, but yeah, I could totally see having the unit cards would be would be nice. Yeah. If nothing I, else, than just like their basic stat, like the basic stats and the weapons. Right. Um. Like I, I definitely like I totally I, I that's what I would do when I had those cards, but I just didn't find that it was really for me personally any easier to lay out or shuffle through my stratagems than it was to just open the book to that page and then look for them. That. That's fair. That's fair. Like it just kind of felt like a peripheral for peripheral sake for, for my experience. And so this time I was like, You're not getting me again, GW. <laughs> Speaking of that codex though, that it got me again. <laughs> Speaking of that codex though, I think um there's, there's, I've stumbled on a cool little combo that I sent to some of you guys, I think, um, with the Incursor Squad and that new Chaplain Prayer. Um, it's a litany of battle. Yeah, prayer. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but basically, what it does is, I think a unit within six inches, you you elect it, and any sixes that you roll to hit. You generate an additional tit, so it's an additional tit. Yeah, hey, <laughs> this is like a um, subtle recall here. <laughs> um, but you generate an additional hit roll, 
But the incursors have a built-in rule that any natural six that you roll automatically triggers two hits, so it explodes into two. So you get to roll an additional attack, and then you also count every six as two hits, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy. Like, like if you math it out, like if you have a unit of ten, right? You end up getting like forty hits out of a unit with of thirty attacks. Um, they, they definitely beefed up Space Marines with this in a lot of like they they did it in a really interesting way where it's like you can soup them up for a certain situation, but you don't necessarily have to gear your whole list for it, which I find right. really interesting because it's like you have the yeah. tools to be like, all right, well, these guys are in the firefight now, so let's just go go hard on that. But you don't necessarily have to build a list around that one combination, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Those two repulsors that you have are going to be terrifying with Devastator Doctrine going on. Yeah, Duh. all the extra AP is going to be gross. AP2 only... with like 40 Everything. shots or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, well, then there's that combo that I showed you for uh, the Intercessors with the Tactical Doctrine. The Ultramarines rule is all basically all of their. Um, rapid fire weapons you count as having not moved and so under the new bolter discipline yeah. you're firing double tap so at 30 inch range everybody's shooting twice even if they've moved right even if they've moved and they've got uh, a stratagem that turns everything to rapid fire two so that they're firing four shots apiece at 30 inches at 30 inches at ap minus two when the tactile doctrine is in so oh, a, a squad gosh. of 10 10 intercessors is shooting 40 shots at AP minus two at 30 inches. Oh, look at Danny already ahead of the meadow. I know, right? (laughs) But you could also do it on um, Vanguard Vets or Stern Guard Vets, right? Because they have a stratagem in there that turns their bolters into AP minus two, right? Yeah, yeah. So you could do that. And then you could also pop, is it just on, it's like any rapid fire bolter, right? that you can use that stratagem on? Uh, let me look at it. I think it's... Because if the tactical doctrine is, is up, it, it affects all rapid rapid fire and assault weapons. So, so here it is. It's uh, use use plasmas on all of them. Uh, so, no, so it's use this stratagem at the start of your shooting phase. Select one intercessor squad unit from your okay, army no, until the end of the phase. Only. Bolt rifles that, and only bolt rifles that models in that unit are equipped with have a type characteristic of rapid fire 2. Because basically there's a stratagem for assault rifles, uh, for, for bolter rifles, assault bolter rifles, and stalker bolter rifles. So they've they basically made one for each. It's kind of like a new version of the Vigilus ones. Gotcha, okay. So they basically took all the Vigilus, Vigilus ones and kind of pulled them out and put them in the book. Yeah, they're tweaks. They're a little different, but it's the, the same idea. Yeah. I was going down the rabbit hole hard. <laughs> That's funny. You don't even play Imperial. No, Look but my brain works like that. So I do, I do have another question about the Codex and Supplement, Danny, just so I can try to get ahead of when my potentially will be coming out so with tigerius getting the new primaris marine do they still list the squatty marines stats no Ooh. or and there's nothing in there on what you do with the old model not that i've seen i mean i haven't read it in heavy detail but the only profile for tigerius in the ultrains book is his primaris one which i'm fine with same with Marius calgar as well sorry he's primarized to go with my ronald mcdonald <laughs> right. Ronald McMullock. I'm fine with that, but I just, you know, having Pedro 
Pedro being my favorite, you know, Space Marines character other than some of the Dark Angel uh, guys, like, I don't want to not be able to use that model. So that's kind of kind of sad, but I will be very happy when I get my premier size Pedro. If he's any if he's anything like any of the other models, like the soul of the character is still there and so it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like I'm just consistently impressed with how much those new models feel like the old ones in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, and Pedro like even the old Marines, he is small for an old Marine, so yeah. <laughs> It'll be it'll be cool no matter what. You'll you'll if, like it. If they primary size Grand Marshal Helbrecht. Oh. <laughs> That's gonna be cool. Mm. Might you be tempted? I would be. I'm there's I'm, so many things to get in somebody's face in that book. Like I know. Half the army starts halfway up the board. And then the I other half gets to see. come in on drop pods for free. <laughs> I just wanna That's see cool. what they're going to do with Sicarius because again in this Ultramarines book they're like we don't know what he's doing where he is who knows have yeah, you seen he... this captain yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's on the back of all the milk cartons in the empire <laughs> that's awesome uh... so yeah I mean back to Nova like I'm excited Danny too and I think the the idea of getting the um the campaign transfers on to some guys like you yep. just just let me know and I can start working on that. Sweet. Um, you know, in between, in between the the painting that I may or not be doing. <laughs> so, don't lie to the people. Well, I'm I'm torn between two war bands going into Underworld. So, I think Trace made a decision today. I think you need to make a decision. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna force any public admissions from those two. Oh, Jared put you on the major guilt trip for what? You paid a favor. <laughs> I mean, for like for me, like it's between Briar Queens and Godsworn, and my Godsworn is ready to go, and I'm still, you know, ninety nine point nine 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 percent certain that I'm not certain. So. Um, <laughs> I just want to get get prior queens ready, uh, just in case. But yeah, I am all for all for uh, putting some transfers on some guys, and it'll definitely differentiate those guys from the ones that'll be getting painted here in a few months, unless some other things come up, which I don't think are going to happen. So you know, we are attending the GW preview on Wednesday night, and I had high hopes, very very high hopes. That for Age of Sigmar we would see the Dark Oath, but the teaser that came out today, I don't believe we're gonna see that. So yeah. everyone He's see that teaser? Uh, yeah. So what is what is that? I've detached myself from all AOS going down. So the the story that they're telling is called the Tithe of Bones, and so something that I read online basically says that there is so there's a force of Nagashes that is maintaining peace with the living so long as they tithe corpses to his force. Yeah, to the Legion of Nagash. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that the conflict now is that the the 
enemies of Nagash that are supposed to be tithing the bones are not doing so anymore. Yep. And so... It's going to be cool, whatever it is. Yeah. But so like... Tomb Kings are back. Essentially. That's what I'm thinking. But I think it's going to be more. Like, I think we're going to see non-humanoid, like non-human skeletons. Right. That's that's what has me excited about it. Because <laughs> I think you'll see... Because one of the cool things about the um, the Tomb Kings themselves, and I don't I don't know for sure it's Tomb Kings, but um, it would definitely be kind of, I would think, Tomb Kings adjacent, probably. Yeah. Um, but like all the serpent models that they came out with, the scorpion, like the undead scorpions, those were all just so cool looking. Um, right. And I think that that's just, there's definitely a market for that because there was a ton of people who still wanted to play um, Tomb Kings whenever Age of Sigmar came around but you can't play them right now because they're not in the general's handbook yeah you can play them in open play you can play them in open play but any the, yeah. the, the new thing now for Age of Sigmar is like if they don't have points you can't play them like yeah. if they don't have points values you cannot play them in match play so. yeah yeah but it should be cool do you guys so it's an interesting question. What do you guys think we're going to see at the preview? I don't know. So definitely some tithing. Yeah, I think well, something around the yep. tithe of bones. Well, and Nova is one of the bigger the bigger events in the state in the states. So we'll see. Kind of touch on a bunch of things. Like last year, they revealed Blackstone Fortress. Um, well, last year they also revealed Nightfall, right? They revealed yeah. Nightfall last year. It was supposed oh, to be Beastman too, but that was spoiled like right as we got to Nova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we saw it on the trip up. Yeah, we did. And so, well, it was that, and then there was something else too that they showed. Yeah, what was it? I don't know, but like, I mean the the question is that was I really. If I had to put my money in on something, it would have been for Dark Oath, just given you know the factions of Warcry that came out, um, that fact that we've seen Gits get a book, Stormcast get a book, uh, Sylvaneth get a book, yeah, Sylvaneth get a, like all the characters that were released with the last campaign, except the Dark Oath, like that that's the only one that's remaining. It'll right? happen. It'll happen. Don't worry. Um, yeah, but he wants it now. I know he does. I get it. <laughs> Believe he wants me. to buy more plastic toys now. But I right. want it now. Baruch get Salt you over there. Believe I me, I want to be Conan Bros with Jason. But <laughs> it makes sense because I mean, in we were we're having a huge Space Marines launch right now. You know, and the, today they did, you know, put out the, the pre-orders for next week and Space Marines are taking a break from next week. So that means we're at least two weeks away from pre-ordering pre the next wave of Space Marines. So they're going to draw it out probably the whole month of September. Mm -hmm. And in Age of Sigmar, other than Stormcast, the, you know, Chaos Undivided is the largest faction. So why would you have two of your main house lines launch at the same time? I... I now get it, but that doesn't mean I'm not disappointed. Yep. <laughs> um, there's also, they have the Free People's Book that's going to be coming out soon, and yep. the the Auric War Tribes, which is, the, the Auric War Tribes book looks really cool. Yeah. Um, 
that would be an interesting combination of those two factions. Yeah. And it is it is cool going into, you know, a week and a half, less than a week and a half for us for that preview. And um and not knowing anything. Cause even I was thinking, well, the Blackstone Fortress, we might, you know, that might get the we might get the leftovers on that, but now we're not because those are up for pre-order. So really, I think we're at a point other than the AOS model preview um, with you know what we just talked about. We don't really know. We might see models for, um, what are we calling this, Psychic Awakening? I was going to say, no, they probably true. touched something psychic on Psychic Awakening, awakening yeah. too. So. Well, at least okay. to hear something about that. It won't be... I mean, it's going to be... Primary psychers with whatever. It's gonna be what <laughs> power unleashed. What's the Age uh, of Sigmar thing? The I'm not entirely unleashed. convinced that it'll be endless spells. For... Endless spells. Um, I'm wondering if it'll be um like Inquisitors of some kind, like in a whole new Inquisitor book. Well, yeah. that symbol is the navigator symbol, right? It yeah. was. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's what they the sanctioned psychers carry in uh for the um Astro Militarum units. Yeah, okay. They're like they're post like they have a staff with that symbol on top mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, things you shouldn't admit on the radio. So I'm sitting here putting together models and I'm like, where the hell's that base? And it's in my hand. And I'm like looking all around. <laughs> nice. I do that with my car keys on a daily basis. Where are these? I'm holding them. Very guilty of that. (laughs) I did that with my... uh, I was like looking for my paintbrush the other day. Was it behind your ear? No, it was in my mouth. Like I'm sitting there like (laughs) trying to like... And I'm sitting there talking through. I'm like... Like it's in my mouth. That's awesome. Yeah. We're we're all guilty of it when we get in a hobby brain. So, Danny, any other hobby progress or Lord of the Rings and painting blue? That's that's basically all I've got, my man. Nothing, nothing new, other than that. How about you? You working on anything? I yeah. I mean, I've gotten a ton of games in. Uh, you know, Jared and I, or Jared and I, Trace and I uh, attended the Game Theory uh, Tuesday. Every other Tuesday, we play for Underworld, so I got a couple games in there. Uh, I played Godsworn Hunt that night. Um, then we got, I played against Trace and his Ronald McDonald faction and uh, we actually played to a tie. It was, it was great. Um, and then Trace won because Molog was standing on an objective. So, um, it was, it was nice to get a game of a trace and then I played against Sky Dwarfs and that went well, but, um, I also had a lot of dice go in my favor. Um, and then I've been playing Jimmy, about every other night and Jared every other night after that. So I conservatively probably got 20 to 30 games of Underworlds in over the last two weeks. Um, I am still not set on really anything. Uh, before we started recording tonight, my Godsworn deck went through uh, additional uh, changes. And then my uh, Thorns of the Briar Queen, although I think I've landed on a deck, uh, I have not played a hybrid deck sent skeletons at Nova last year. So I am rusty with activation um, priority and use. So I need to get a lot more games into them. If, if that's the war band that I, that I um, select. 
Um, but I'm excited to go into Nova in, with Underworlds um, just because I think the game is in such a great state right now. Uh, really, when I'm going through, you know, matchups of Godsworn into this or Stormcast into that, um, it really it really is going to come down to dice rolls. And I know that sounds weird or whatever, like, yeah, Jason, it's a dice game. But, you know, a lot of things that you do going into a large tournament is try to mitigate matchups. And I think we're going to see a lot of Thorns of the Briar Queen and Gits uh, and stuff like that. And it's really the matchups are this warband takes care of that warband, that warband takes care of this. And the game is is really balanced, although it is kind of staling out with the score immediately. Um, so once we get through Nova, I'll be uh, welcoming Season 3 with open arms. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm psyched for you. I know you've been putting a lot of hard work, so I hope it goes into a, turns into a good tournament for you. Yeah, it, I think I've tempered my expectations. Like, I know the field is going to be... There's every other content creator for Underworlds, um, besides, I believe, What's the Hex and Davey. I think everybody else is going to be at Nova. Um, so the, the field is going to be stacked. I know Jimmy will be there as well. Um, and for me, it's just about going and, and, and having fun, which is difficult when you play a game so much to reset yourself and say, hey, and that's, and that's all honestly why I say Godsworn is probably 99.9%. I know them the best. They may not be the most potent of, uh, warbands, but, um, I think I'll have the most fun playing them. So we'll see. The, the thorns are just stupid amount of glory. That's why I want to play them. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're solid though. Like there's some cool there's some cool options for them. There are. I mean, Jared, any anything to add? Because you and I have been playing a lot. So. Um. Yeah. I just. Uh, I'm still. I'm still shaking. Shaking from the. From the last bar as far as trying to get a a deck together that i like for the guardians so um and then so it's making me think about not taking them um and i feel like i'm beating a dead horse or sound like a broken record because i think we talked about this last time but they're just i don't they just don't they're just not firing the same way and i'm and i, I can't get my head around Jared had the wind taken out of his sails, essentially. Yeah. Um, when, when you win two months straight and then people catch up, he gets... Because, yeah, it's a little rough. <laughs> um, but I think I think a lot of it is going to be just just adjusting my mindset. Like, I think I make it... I give Underworlds a priority because it is fast and it's easy to play. But then I got to remember, like... I'm not going to Nova just for Underworlds. Right. Like, I'm going for the GW preview, and I'm going for the Age of Sigmar doubles, and I'm going for the 40k narrative, and I'm going for Underworlds. Like, I mean, Underworlds is going to span the most amount of time because it's every night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then all day Sunday. But it's not the only reason I'm there, and I so I think. And Trace and I, we talked about this. I think I need to just temper my expectations, and I need to go with the same mindset that I had last year. That I was just going to go ahead and have try to have fun, just go have fun, and do the best that I can, and not like set any expectations of well, I want to make top eight or I want to make top sixteen or whatever. Like just go and just enjoy the games that I get to play because 
I mean, that's what happened last year, and I had a great time. Like, was not disappointed with my placing at all. So, yeah, you make a great point. And, you know, this whole thing, I think, especially for Jared and I, because we've played so much Underworlds, you know, Nova started because it was a weekend where we could all get together and hang out and play games, which does not happen very often um, for any of us. I mean, you know, especially the three of us that have children, but even Danny, like how often do we get four days in a row or even two days in a row um, like we did five, six years ago where we spent every weekend together rolling dice? Well, that's this weekend. Um, yeah. And it's two weeks away. And although Underworlds has taken up my whole year and I would love to go do as well as I did last year at Nova, um, at the end of the day, it's about, you know, us getting together and sitting in the lounge and just being stupid. So yep. singing at the top of our lungs. Yep. <laughs> and I can't sing as you all know. So yeah, it's good times. Um, well, so why don't we take a break real quick? Um, and then we, we can come back and we'll talk about, you know, specifically the events that we're doing, you know, when our schedules are open, we can talk a little bit about like, where we're going to be, when, what our plans are, and then we'll wrap up the show. Does that work for everybody? Sounds good. Nope, I'm leaving. Okay, bye, Danny. <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> Got to call my union rep if you want more time out of me. Okay, uh-huh. fair enough. Make sure you get that appropriate sized helmet while you're at it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that guy. All right. <laughs> well, let's take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Before I was rudely cut off saying that we're going to move on to what what are we actually doing at Nova and hanging out and all this stuff, I still had more hobby progress to cover, Jared. Jeez. Oh, you actually have hobby progress? Yeah. I spent hard-earned money and got back my Gits Warband from Dark Bunny Creatives and they look freaking awesome. So I'll have those at Nova, although I will not be playing them in the Grand Clash. But oh, okay. they, like, out of all the stuff that I've had painted um, with multiple studios, legitimately, no joke, the happiest I've been with the Gits Warband. Like, they look amazing. And I gave them no direction. I was like, Val, just whatever. You guys just, just do what you do. And they look super sick. Dude, that's super awesome. happy. Are you yeah, saying I'm you, don't, you don't love my Raven Guard that I painted for you anymore? Are you a commission studio? You, did you pay me? I did pay you, but you're not a commission <laughs> studio. <laughs> Just the, Raven Guard, the Raven Guard are, are still my favorite 40K models, but Aww. these ones are pretty... Yeah. Pretty, no, pretty they stylish. look freaking awesome. You showed us that picture. They're yeah, super the vivid. Picture. Yeah, I can't wait to see them in person. And you're talking to somebody who enjoys himself some bright colors, so they look, look tight. So... Yeah, thanks, guys. That was, you know, my other hobby progress. And then not only have I been playing a lot of Underworlds, but uh, I managed to squeak in a few games of, of Warcry. And uh, when I say squeak in, like, holy cow, is that a fast game as well? Played both Jared and Trace and, you know, would love, now that we've rolled some dice in the system, like to get your thoughts. So, Trace, like, what we had a really good game that you let me win, so thanks for that. And um, what do you think? Trace, are you there? Oh, okay. Well, then not Trace. 
What? Then we'll, then we'll go to then we'll go to Jared. Jared, you let me win as well. What did you think? Um, uh, you should have just stayed silent. That would have been the best. Ah, oh, dang it! <laughs> Missed opportunity. I told you we were moving on. Sorry, I had the, to go yell at my, my yell at my kid to pee. See, <laughs> nice. like a real man. Just kidding. Um, so I think not setting the bar really high helped with Warcry. Like, I loved Mordheim. And anyone that has played Mordheim also loved Mordheim. Um, yes, truth. Yeah, it was like the best take your warband, run them through an RPG-like experience that, like, outside of a legit pen and paper RPG I've ever played. Um, and I think that there were expectations that Warcry was going to be that. And I'm not sure that it's that exactly, but what it is, is a ton of fun. Like, it's fast-paced, it's different mechanics than GW has done before, so, like, the alternating activations was awesome. I kept getting frustrated because I had eight models and Jason had nine, and that meant that when he went first, he got an activation before me, and then he got an activation after me, like... So with all of the extra activations and stuff, and then, like, he did a good job. You did a great job, Jason, of choosing your activations because you kept me from, like, robbing you of activations that were meaningful. So, like, you were always hitting or moving away from or whatever uh, in such a way that, like, my activations were never optimal. Um, And so, like, there's clearly depth to the game that isn't immediately apparent in the sheer mechanics of I have a strength, you have a toughness, I roll dice, whatever, you know, successes I get based on those two stats do damage. Like the movement is critical. Like activation order is critical. It's, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, but I think it's like, I want my attitude about that game to be for fun. Like I'm going to put my warband out on its little quest or whatever and just go through that. And if it takes me like, a year because I keep losing to be able to finish my quest, then that's what it's going to take. But like, yeah, I mean, it was just crazy and it was bloody. And one time I rolled three sixes and did 18 damage to something. And that was awesome. It was the number and, of the beast. Yeah, right. It, it was in the, I mean, that, that was the thing that I'm most excited about it is, you know, Danny is not war cry curious And honestly, Danny, it is a game that if we have the one box, you know, of the warband, you could literally come over and play, and it's, it's there's enough tactics there with when it comes to movement and, you know, the powers or whatever. But it is not something that you need to invest a ton of time. I could I could teach you the game in ten fifteen minutes. minutes. Not yeah, ten minutes. It's it is yeah. super super simple. I am like like I said, like it's never been anything about the game itself that has kept me out of it uh i will just say this that those are the exact words you used to sell me on Shadespire two years ago i know <laughs> this is not Shadespire. in time that became much more complex but i'm just saying like every game that you ever sell me is always the simplest easiest all you need is one thing the next thing you know down the rabbit hole we go and it's a different beast come yeah come it, a year later it very well well maybe i don't see the layer of complexity and in underworlds was a new game too. And we weren't like, we didn't know. Um, but the beauty that I see in this is like, I'm not even asking you to buy anything. I'm just asking you to play. 
Oh, yeah, I'll come over and play anything. I'll come over and play Parcheesi. I don't care. <laughs> so now that Trace is back, Trace, you know, we got the game in two. What was your, what was your take? What was your favorite thing? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to do kind of what you did to Jared a little bit because you were like, how do you have so many activations? Yep, you beat um, me up. Um, because I started to utilize the weight activation, Jared. Oh. Um, Trixie. But it was a lot of fun. I had a, I had a ton of fun. I thought, um, you know, Jason managed to pull it out in the end. Got a lucky, lucky good damage roll on his spearman. I think he rolled two crits when he rolled against me or something. Yeah, like I that. attacked four times and rolled two crits. Yeah. So. Ouch. Yeah, he speared my leader right in the face. Um, but it was it was a ton of fun. I, I was really really impressed with, like there is a layer of tactical flexibility there, um, but it's by no means like it's just fun. I mean that's really the best way to, to describe it. Like there is there's some tactical satisfaction, which is something that we all like for the most part, um, but I. The thing that I really found enjoyable by it, by playing was just I got to do some cool stuff. Um, you know, my my ogre breacher got to like just sit there and tank for a whole turn. And Jason was like, "How many wounds does this guy have?" I was like, 30. And he's like, "God bless America." Um, and then swung twice, critted once, and domed a smaller fighter and like one hit with him um but it was it was a lot of fun like and i think that there's going to be a lot of cool flavor stuff that we're going to get into um especially when we start going through the campaign stuff because i haven't read any of the campaign stuff yet so like whatever warband you use they have their own like story that you're going down um I think what G one thing that i do think gnubby needs to do just because of the nature of the points system right now they need to make available um, for like one-off games or what, even whatever, where you can purchase like a health potion or something like that, and make it to where it's appointed such that it fills in those gaps that all of us kind of have with our warbands, except for Jason, which is at a thousand points exactly. <laughs> um, but like I know myself, like the the iron golems are at like nine seventy-five, and I think that the the one that Jared runs, I think you're at like 960 something, right? Yeah, 965. So, like, it just makes sense for them to, like, there's a way to kind of fill that out with something like a health potion or something like that. Because I know that there's magical items in the book. So, that's just a thought. And maybe that's something we can house rule. Um, I just thought that that was interesting that they don't have that available yet. Well, but it's no, like, I, it's like that system that they have in Blood Bowl. I forgot what it's called, where you can buy like little little things to make up the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good addition that I gave to that conversation. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed my game with Jason. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to playing against Jared because his warband plays completely different than the Untamed Beasts. So, yep. Or you could play against. <laughs> these wonderful birdmen that I'm assembling right now. Yes. Nice. So, well, I have, I have snake people too. So it's good. 
yeah, I'll be buying snake people at one point, but I wanted to have, uh, I know we already have four war bands, but I wanted to, you know, just make sure that we had enough war bands that when we drag Danny to a game while we're in Nova, that he yep. could have a choice of what he wanted to try. <laughs> nice. So you're bringing the war cry train then. I am like the, like the fact that the war cry train fits in the box. So that's the, the you know, my two favorite things of the entire game, guys, are this. One are the, the cards that you flip to set up the game because so I thought cool. the deployment was super cool in both games. Like in Jared's game, um, we had to capture treasure in the center and the way that you set up in three kind of different, you have a hammer, a, a shield, and a dagger groupings for your warband. And our, one of our groups came on right behind where the other one started turn two so you were like this mass chaos thing going on um and then with trace like it was assassinate the leader which will honestly would probably be the longest game that you can pro that i could see playing in Warcry, just because like you, you get cagey and don't want to sacrifice your your guy um but i had three guys start behind a building that they had to climb over and they were still able to get into into the fray so those deployments were really really cool the other piece is unlike kill team when you buy the big box everything fits back into said box with extra room so you don't have to it's not like lifted up or carrying two box tops it all fits right in the box and i'm super excited about that so yeah it's coming to nova with us Sweet. nice i will uh, add my warband to the packing list <clears throat> Um, but that's my hobby progress. Uh, got in a lot of quick games with with uh, Underworlds and Warcry, uh, and then moving into Nova. Like, where are we going to be? What are we going to be playing? So, uh, you know, I'll take Wednesday. We are heading up Wednesday. All four of us are leaving here, not bright and early, but early in the morning, and we'll get there, um, you know, mid afternoon, and then we head to the GW preview. And I think if anyone wants to, you know, catch us. Uh, afterwards we may be playing some 40k in one of the halls um just to brush up because i suck at 40k that's yep. my partner people yep thursday what else we got going on thursday so trace i think you you have the first event thursday right you're i do i have a painting i have a painting class on thursday um i'm really excited uh it's uh the class i'm taking is non-metallic non-metallic metal for an army with oscar lars so uh, for those who don't know oscar lars is like really really good painter um he's got a really he's got a twitter account um go and follow him follow his instagram stuff like that but he's he's perfected well He's not perfected it, but he's done a very good job of making it accessible for somebody who wants to try and do non-metallic metal across an entire army. Um, he has a very like formulaic method to do it. Um, and I've seen some of the videos, but I just want to kind of get my hands on it and just try it. Um, so that's what I'm doing on Thursday. That'll be from 9 to 12. And then after that, we're wide open until... We play Underworlds in the evening. Yep. Which I believe is six o'clock, right? It's, it's yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, because it's two games. I think it's six to nine. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, Danny, when does your Lord of the Rings team thing start on Thursday? It starts at 1 p.m. and finishes at 8 p.m. Okay. It's a work day, people. Nice. So we won't yeah. see Danny. <laughs> nope. Well, well y'all the, will, but I won't. Yeah, we'll see him in the morning. Well, you want to know what my schedule for Friday is? Yes. Lord of the Rings doubles 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> nice. So we'll see you in the morning. I mean, yep. Thursday, Jared, what's our plans? So Thursday, I think we're going to try to maybe hang out in the lounge for most of the day and get our drink on. Um, well, not too much. I, I do have a no. tournament to play at night. but no, that's true. But, yeah. you know, it's fine. Yeah. You do you, do you Jason. <laughs> and I'll do me, which also does not include excessive amounts of drinking. Um, but, yeah, I, will I think... I will vibe with you once my class is over. Hooray! Um... So, yeah, I think what's nice about Underworlds is that it's small, so we could set up in any of the tables. That's what we did last year. Um, so, you if, you know, if you're looking for us, you can probably find us on the, in the lounge. Um, I would bank on finding us up there in the afternoon more so than in the morning. Um, and then I know, I don't know, maybe we can get up there in the morning. Danny, I know you were talking about bringing um, Marvel Legendary. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely bring that if you guys are interested. Yeah, yeah so we can maybe get some board game on going on. Some, I know there are other, like, deck building. Yes! Danny's favorite thing. Oh, I freaking love that game. Which is why it doesn't make sense he doesn't like Underworlds. But okay, we'll move on. He has it's... to buy one box for Legendary. This is true. And it's not layered upon models and everything else. It's just in the game. It is what it is. No, that's true. No, that's how, do you like, how do you like that game? It's EA fun. Sports, it's in the game. It's in the game. Yeah, and nice. I thought maybe I'd bring uh, Flamme Rouge as well, which is, what is one of my favorite games. Bike the game. Bike game. Bike game. I haven't played which... that one, so... Jason, is it fun? It is fun. Ah. Is it real estate card game fun, though? That's oh, no, it's not it real is. estate. Jerry, you do know that that game is like universally recognized as one of like the greatest small box card games ever. Right? I, I, dude, I totally believe it. I 100% understand <laughs> why. I just hated it. My hated mind it. breaks on bidding games. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't work. Um... It's because you yes. commit so hard. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> can't win if you don't commit. That's what my brain tells me. This is true. So uh-huh. anyway, to, to summarize, summarize Thursday, we'll probably be up there, you know, a little bit before noon, a little bit afternoon, somewhere yeah. in there. But Jared and I will be up there all day. We'll have Warcry, some board games, uh, and Underworlds. And we, will, Jared, I believe we'll have Underworlds like a giant. Or, yeah, I think um, we're going to try and get a giant, and then there's the uh, Arena Mortis, so we'll have the White Dwarfs for all those rules. down for pay- playing some Arena Mortis for sure. Yeah, that thing looks zany AF. Um, so, so stop on up, hang out yep. on Thursday. That's that's our plan. Or and cheer me on. That's or, yeah. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> want to come. I'm going to go down and cheer Danny on for sure. I'm not. I'm just going to see how you're messing up. Hey, it's bound to happen. So. Yep. <laughs> It'll be good. And then, um, then Thursday night, we all, well, three of us, right, right in the middle of Danny's playing, we'll go start playing Underworlds. Um, and then I do believe we'll probably post up on Facebook where we'll go to eat after that. Uh, and then we head into Friday. And yep. Friday, we already have established that Danny's going to his job to play Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Trace, Jared, what are you guys doing? Age of Sigmar doubles. Yep, we're going to... 
put all this hard work on the table. That's what we're going to do. Oh, so what time does that start? I'm so good at this. <laughs> we need to check in at 8. 8? Yeah. Holy it crap. Is, it is a job. And we'll get done. We'll get done probably an hour before we have to go through for Underworlds. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What, what so, did I sign up for? You, you're committed. I know. It's how many? It's what three two-hour rounds? Three two-and-a-half-hour rounds? Three two-and-a-half-hour rounds. Okay, cool. But our rounds are only going to be like an hour because we're we'll either get tabled or we'll table our opponents. That's my goal. Probably the former. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, that's fine. Which I'm good with. I would, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, we just need to take a picture at the beginning of every fight so we can see all the pretty painted models, and then whatever happens after that is fine. <laughs> we just need to take. It will be fun to take pictures throughout the whole process and then and report back like That's when true. we get back um, yeah. how our games went. Yeah. Because um, I'm I'm really excited for it. I had Dude, um, it's so, so much fun. fun last year playing yeah. this. Event. I'm excited. Well, it's going to be... I mean, it's playing against all of like the old fantasy players. It's exactly like, what it is, which really makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good time. So that's that's our Friday, and then and then we've got you know the, the one round of Underworlds that night. Danny, your Friday? My Friday is Lord of the Rings doubles, one to eight p.m. Nothing nice. else. Yep. Nice. Uh, so yeah. I can swing over and see how you guys are doing on the Shade Spire tables after I am done playing with Jimenez. Nice. Nice. <laughs> And then I got I have the 40k narrative, so it's like 10 to I think it's 10. It might be nine. I don't know. At some point, it's like a two-hour block in the morning, and then yeah, I think it's 10 to noon, and then yeah, it's uh, 10 to noon because I actually got I got on the wait list on that, but I turned it down. Oh really? Yeah, it just was like it's too much in two days to, to do all that. <laughs> it's a lot for Danny. Yeah, I'll be cranky as hell. Just 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 gaming for three days straight is going to be a lot for Danny for sure. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to crash real hard. <laughs> nice. And then I have the, you know, that's a thousand point in the morning and a 2000 point match in, in the evening. And then, um, you know, I'll wrap up probably about five o'clock and then, uh, go and, and play my third game of underworlds. And for me, the narrative, uh, you know, if, if I don't show up on time or if I end early, that's okay. I'm just legitimately, looking to have fun with some 40k and to give my space marines the send off of the last codex into the new codex and i believe i believe i'm going to bring out i i know drop pods will come back here in the next codex because you know that they're all the rage but i think for the 2000 point list i'm going to rock all baby marines and a land raider nice so i like it I like just it. to awesome. you know pedro uh, as we talked about earlier will be primarized here shortly and I, I need to get them on the table one more time so yeah that's a good idea one i like more it. game one <laughs> more game sweet so that covers friday so saturday saturday i'm more more 40k narrative in the morning and then i actually get to see danny during the event and we're gonna play that 40k doubles in the afternoon so yes and jared and i are gonna Put our knights of different colors on yep. on the table. Yep. But all three of you guys are pretty open until like afternoon. So yeah. you guys have any plans in the morning to play some games? 
I'd like to get some Warcry in in the morning on Saturday if we can. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm down to do anything. I, the only th- other thing that I have on my schedule is that I'm doing the uh, Games Workshop Meet the Studio that night at 7.45. Okay. Ooh! So you'll be doing that while we're doing our fourth round of Underworlds. Yes. Yeah, I figured y'all would be busy so you wouldn't miss me. <laughs> we always miss you, Dan. I was going to say, we always miss you. Just, just in our hearts. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm actually really looking forward to the Meet the Studio, but... I don't really know what it's going to be, but I'm excited about it. So I don't know what that says about myself as a person. Like I'm excited about the complete unknown, but it seems like it'll be cool. Yeah, I like it. Well, and the thing that you'll see when we're there, like all those GW reps are just so nice. They're all really, really nice people. Um, yeah, and they're like wandering around. Like, yeah, they'll like be in just... the lounge. They'll, you'll run into them like on the like the floor of like the where the 40k room. So like the 40k ballroom. They'll be on the floor of the AOS ballroom. Yeah, they're they're roaming around. Like last year, Pete Foley was just the ringer. Pete Foley was the ringer for the Underworlds tournament, <laughs> um, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've been awesome to get a game in with Pete Foley. Like if somebody dropped and you got to play Pete Foley, the that guy who designed the whole game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. You'll enjoy it, I think. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, it's one of the things that when I got a spot in it, I was really excited about it. Yeah. And then, and then Saturday night will be the last night for the lounge. So Mike Brandt's band plays that night. So Saturday night, you know, if you guys are looking for us, we will be upstairs. Even though there's a big day for three of us the next day, um, yeah. that'll it's, be the night where we kind of go hard in the paint for. Fun, so. shaking his tail feather i will it's it's a cool night it's it's pretty the whole, cool the whole pretty much every night up there is really cool that's true um the the thing that we did last year and i hope that they continue this year which is if you have your if you have your mug right which danny, i believe is sold a, out so did you get a danny did you get a, a dwarf nova or anything did you get a bug uh, i just uh, bought the mug separately Okay. So oh, you already to... you already purchased one. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I purchased. So <laughs> you you get a dollar off every drink that you purchase. So like even though it's all for charity and it doesn't matter. So I got to but... drink like thirty drinks to make up for it. Well, that's okay. Yeah. No, because <laughs> if you drink like we drink, and that's like a double Jack and Coke, then you only have to drink like fifteen drinks. Yeah, but I'm still only saving a dollar on that drink, so. If it's for charity. Was, but if the it's mug was thirty dollars to save thirty dollars, I gotta buy thirty drinks. <laughs> yeah, how hard is that to do? It's, that's, You're there for four days. You can, <laughs> only, you can pound beer. We know you. Oh, yeah, a, it's ain't my first rodeo. That's less than eight <laughs> drinks a day, Danny. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> what we've done, what we did last year was we would just go get double Jack and Coke in our big mug for a dollar off. Um, it was it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and then take it downstairs and play Underworlds with the Double yeah. Jack and Coke in the commemorative mug. That's what I did. Yep. I will be doing that again. Yep. I'll bring I a coaster this time. I should have just done Space Wolves for the doubles, and I could have just been cosplaying <laughs> drunk through the whole thing. And been like, oh, this is what I would do next year. <laughs> it should be our, we should just all do Space Wolves for everything next year. Yeah, I, am like not, I am not having another Space Marine army painted. 
Like mm-hmm. even our underworlds figures are converted to be space wolves. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Age of <laughs> well, Sigmar. Maybe, Age of Sigmar we'll... armies are converted to be space wolves. Season three, there could be space wolves in season three. Beast grave. It's That's beast... true. It is beast grave. This is true. But anyway, that's, you know, just just to summarize, like, that's where we'll be. Uh, we'd love to, you know, for anyone to come up and say hello. Um, I'm hoping to have some some swag items to give out. Uh, hopefully they come in, although I have not received that, that order yet. Um, but Thursday will definitely, there will be one of us or both of us or more of us at in the lounge pretty much all day until after dinner. Um, and then Saturday morning, uh, I think you'll be able to run into a lot of us up there. But swing by the tables, wherever we are. We just want to hang out and, and roll some dice and have a good time. Um, you know, some tips I think would also be beneficial for people. So we've talked a lot about Nova and what we like and what we do. Um, but just give some general general tips. Uh, um, wear comfortable oh. shoes because you'll be standing yeah. Yep. A, a lot, although a lot in the 40k hall and in the underworlds there are chairs, um, but there's still a lot of walking around. So make sure you have comfortable shoes. Uh, and then the big thing is is lunch, uh, if possible. They they have a bunch of food trucks that park out in front, and it they're phenomenal. Um, just remember that 40k is the largest event, and if you can somehow go to lunch at a different time than when 40k breaks. Yep. You be very beneficial because the lines can get backed up pretty long. Um, although the 40k lunch break is not very long, so most of them have to run and go. Um, uh, and then I think the the biggest thing for me, and then I'll turn it over to you guys, but is just to reiterate: have fun. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a social event in a in a game. Let's face it, where um, it is a social game where you have two people sitting across from each other playing a game or more um but take the time to really embrace the hobby and talk to your fellow gamers because we're all pretty much the same and wired into this plastic crack addiction um and we can only foster it and make it better so take the time say hello uh and meet new friends so jared any other tips of advice drink water lots of water yep Take your emergency. Oh yeah, that's a good one, Trace. That's a huge yeah. one. Yeah, so yeah. If if you're you the concrete is real. Do your do your Zyrtec or your yeah. Allegra or your Claritin, whatever yeah. it is that you take, and then yeah, just pump the vitamin C. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. So I'll no be bringing, one will be offended. I will be doing what I did last year and making sure that I have the airborne that everybody will get in the morning and be like, here, take your airborne, take your airborne, take your airborne. Thanks, just, Dad. You're welcome. Um, if if you are close enough, the tip that I have is if you are close enough to the hall, to the con areas, to take the stairs, take the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. because, so going downstairs because it's basically just controlled falling. Gravity's doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's I think a, it's that's a little a huge tip, Trace. Yes. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the elevators get supremely congested um so the biggest thing that i can say is like if you're on like the third or even fourth or even fifth floor maybe even sixth it's not that crazy just take the stairs um you can get down to the bottom you can get like to the main level using escalators too so like if you're all the way down on the bottom on the like show floor where like the vendors are you can get your way up 
to like the main floor, like from the basement levels with escalators, and then just take the stairs. Like, yeah. So you have, so you have three different floors, right? So floors like the basement through like floor three are all will be all con, right? So the third floor, you really just need to make it to the third floor. If you yep. can get down to the third floor, then you can like that's where a lot of our stuff will be because that's where like the Underworlds event will be. That's where classes um, are. That's where all the classes are. Well, classes are kind of divided between the first and or the third and second, I think. But yeah. Um, but like so then then you have like the lobby area, which there's not really a lot of gaming stuff that goes on there. There may be like one ballroom that has some conference stuff going on down on that level, but it, most of the event takes place in like the basement level. Um, so like Jared said, like you can get from the third floor to the basement with just escalators. So that's my number one tip for all yeah, the rookies. That's that go. huge. Yep. Yeah. That speaking of which, when we check in, we should probably see if we don't get like, cause last year we were on what four floor five, which mean, man, we waited for no one, um, to go up and down the stairs. Yeah. We yep. should probably see if we can. If if we're not on one of the lower level floors, see if we can move that way. Well, I think we'll I think we'll get there early enough because most of the people, most of the con comes in on Thursday. Yeah. So we if we get there early enough in the morning, I think we should in. definitely try and check in and see if we can get rooms that are close to each other on one of those those floors. Because last yep. year one of the problems that we kind of faced because we had two separate rooms was. I was in one room with a bunch of buddies and then Jared and Jason were in another room on a different floor. And so it was just, it was a lot harder to coordinate like where we're all going and stuff like that. So I think that would be worthwhile for us to try and do while we're there. And I'm sure that I'm sure we'll be able to, if we get there early enough, because all those rooms are already booked and blocked off. So, yeah. What else? Anything else for, for our listeners that, I mean, that was, that was huge. Um, Army trays. Yeah, I'll be bringing mine for sure. Uh, Make sure that you get to your flight on time. (laughs) For Danny, yes. (laughs) Yep. That would be Um, Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. I have a crazy Sunday in which I am flying back to Raleigh in order to make it back for an event here at 11.30 on Sunday. So if you do see me on Saturday... I'm absolutely going to have a drink with you and I'll probably have more than I should, but remind me just pump the brakes because I've got to get out of there in the morning, which is an actually an absolute brilliant clutch suggestion from Jared. Yeah. Jared got all evil genius. I was going to drive myself in a second car and all this stuff so I could drive down. And Jared was like, Hey, hear me out. The, the hotel's right by the airport. Flights are $70. We'll take your stuff back home. You just got to get in the airport. And I was like, done. Because it was like a third <laughs> of the price. Like I was, and, and way faster. Yeah. yeah, by the time you pay for gas and pay to park your car and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was way cheaper. And I would have never have thought of it if it wasn't for you. That's yeah. also another tip. Don't forget that when you get to the if you if you're staying at Hyatt, they have, you can pay for your parking. But don't forget to account for that if you're budgeting yeah. for the trip. Um, it's all valet. There's no like park yourself. Type. Yeah, there's no there's no parking deck. Like you have to give your car to the valet and they park it in the parking deck. Yeah, don't leave your snacks in the car. Yeah, yeah. damn you. Yeah, don't do that. Um, 
Speaking of snacks, are we taking snacks? I don't know. Probably. Why wouldn't we? I mean, we'll, we'll figure we'll that stop, out. We'll stop at the Circle K on the way up. Hey, oh. Hey. Shameless plug. One of, my, one of my favorite moments from last year is when we got in the car. I was like, is there like a gas station close by? I was like, yeah, there's a sheets right up the road. And Jason, was, I Jason stabbed like, him. He almost stabbed me in the eye. I was like, just it's market research, man. It's market <laughs> research. Anyway, that's awesome. Well, those are our tips. That's our schedule. Like I said, I, I'm hoping to have um, some stuff um, for our listeners that that I get to play against. Hopefully, uh, Death Ray Designs can come through in the clutch. Um, but we've rambled and rambled and rambled, which has me super excited uh, to attend this event with uh, my three bestest of friends ever there was to roll dice with. You guys got anything um, else before we close out? Uh, that that was a huge caveat at the end of that statement. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little painful. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, I am I get... hurt. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Thanks, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know, I'm sure check the Facebooks, um, Battle Mallet Facebook, uh, t- the Twitters, the Instagrams, all the things because we will be posting coverage while we're there, hot and heavy. Uh, and have no fear, we shall return with Post Nova um, coverage, uh, as well as we may have some some new announcements and uh, things in the work from a hobby standpoint to keep this train running all year long so we'll see y'all at nova i'm jason table new murray get the hell out of here you guys could say it too say what i'm jason table new murray <laughs> get the hell out of here i'm gonna take my cockatrice to bed good night <laughs> are, you, are you gonna touch your cockatrice before you go to bed I just touched it, Danny. I don't. How can he take it to bed without touching it? I don't. It's definitely easier to fall asleep after you touch your cockatrice. That's <laughs> true. To find this it relaxing. Is this is this is amazing. I'll be using <laughs> I'll be using my cockatrice to do damage to my opponents at Nova for sure. Don't touch your cockatrice too much because you might go blind. <laughs> or lose your hair. <laughs> Damn it! I closed out the show. It's seven minutes to eleven. Danny's gonna turn in a pumpkin. Say your uh, sign off, Jared. <laughs> this, you got anything else? So, for the Battle Mallet Podcast, this is Three Dads and a Nova Virgin. Ah, this is ah. Jared signing out. This is Trey signing out. This is Danny, and it's always hotter with a virgin. Peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Oh, nice. That was so good. If you're going to Nova, you can see us on Wednesday. And I'm running out now. 